0: hey what's happening man it's your partner lawrence jackson aka the fancy football lord you're now tuning into the lord don't lose podcast let's get it i got hype on this fresh white kicks boy i like my crisp dress real nice got the ice on wrist now shine real bright like the white stone bridge at night, I got hype on this. Fresh white cats, but I like my crisp. Rest real nice, get the ice on rest. Now shine real bright like the white stone. Yeah, started seeing up time shit. Hey, 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 what it do? What's happening? What it do? What the business is? Word on the street, Lord know the handle his. Y'all know nothing about that old Jeezy though, man. Welcome back to the Lord Don't Lose Podcast, man. I'm Lawrence Jass Jr. We back up in this thing. We done with week four. We got a quarter of the season out the way already. That's just crazy, man. And it's like every year, that foot, every season of football, we always get to like around this point and be like, damn, we really flying by this shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the season really just go. You know, we spend months and months and months. of, you know talking football and making predictions and saying who gonna do this and who gonna do that and then bam we already in week four and the things that's getting done is getting done and the things that ain't ain't getting done you know what I'm saying and now that we on to week five right now you know week four five six we could start you know kind of I, I, I talked about this the other day on a post uh, that I did for NBC Sports Edge, I talked about saying, I talked about, uh, you know, now is the time we can start to settle in and see how things going to go. If you want to start making your proclamations right now, it's looking, you know, more and more how it's going to look as far as players goes. They, you know, they usage, they snap percentage, uh, they production, all of those things are starting to come to form right now. Not really so much in week one, two, three, you know what I'm saying? Things is just still happening. Cats are still getting used to the offenses that they run. You know, younger players is still getting acclimated to the game. So, you know, but now that we we a month in, we a quarter we we at the quarter mark now. You know, so now you you know you can start talking at top, you know, um and, and we'll talk about some things like that. You know, uh, in a little bit, I'll be talking about uh Robert Woods because I'm for sure with the addition to the L.A. Rams, uh, Matthew Stafford, we thought that would unlock just some beast of a wide receiver in Robert Woods. He already was good, but we thought that would take him to the next level. That has not been the case so far. So we'll talk about Robert Woods and, you know, uh how he been fitting in that Rams offense, which has done well. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about these rookie quarterbacks, not the ones who's getting to play Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Mac Jones, not those first round rookies, the ones who they coaches just won't seem to you know, give them the keys. That's Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Uh, we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about those two guys. Then of course we will get to the waiver wire pickups for your fantasy teams for week 5 man um other than that like i just said things are starting to take shape you know my atlanta falcons is still finding new ways to blow the game at the end <laughs> but i tell you hey if football were played in three quarters these boys a half 05 rings already with matt ryan alone you know what i'm saying so that's something that, you know, that that's a thing that's going, that's consistent. Atlanta Falcons find new new and creative ways to lose these here games. But anyway, we got to, you know, we got like I said, we got a few things to talk about, um just going over, you know, the NFL landscape real quick. Cardinals look like that real deal a week after the Rams put that thing on Tampa Bay. The Cardinals went to L.A. and put that thing on the rounds. It was no stopping Kyler Murray, who's definitely atop a that MVP race along with Patrick Mahomes, of course. Um, you know, I, I feel like Justin Herbert made his case last night on Monday Night Football. And you can't speak on it without Tom Brady, of course, but not without my guy Lamar Jackson. He is, in fact, the most valuable to his actual team and roster right now but that's that you know that was week 4 right now and uh you know let's get into it Robert Woods aka Bobby Trees a nine-year NFL veteran who spent the first half of his career with the Buffalo Bills past five years with the Los Angeles Rams uh good receiver has been extremely productive since joining the Rams and you know, since Sean McVay has come in uh, this year, though, he done got off to a slow start. Um, You know, the Rams' offense, though, however, got out to a fast start. It's, uh, you know, it's improved um, mainly because, obviously, you know, the signing of Matt Stafford, him coming in there, and it led us all to believe in the summertime that because of the type of arm talent that Matthew Stafford possesses, that will be good Who, uh, for a receiver who was known as more of the deep threat for the Rams, and that is Robert Woods, be, if we're talking between him and Cooper Cup, Um They obviously have actually brought in Deshaun Jackson for that. He caught a... Uh, Long touchdown in week three versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. However, uh, coming into this season, things ain't been looking too hot for Robert Woods. In fact, he only has two touchdowns in the four games so far. His second touchdown came in garbage time when they were getting blown out by the Arizona Cardinals. He was pissed. Um, some folks might think it was because of his lack of involvement in the passing game. Uh, they was getting blown out. So I, I'm going to say because of, you know, his stature as a leader on the team, uh, I, I'm going to say he was pissed off because they were getting smoked, you know what I'm saying, um, but I, I mean, he know he a playmaker, so he got to feel like, damn, like, if we win in, uh, alright, whatever, but then when we lose, like, come on, like, look my way, um, a lot of factors just going into this, um, you know, Cooper Cup has emerged as an elite wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, at least in fantasy football purposes, um, you know, Cooper Cups are averaging 11 and a half targets a game right now. Like his rapport with Matthew Stafford has been immediate. In fact, I think uh, a lot of people felt like that's the rapport that Robert Woods would have had with Stafford, but you know, uh, Cooper Cup's eleven and a half targets a game compared to Robert Woods' six point two targets a game. That's just uh, that's just not great, especially for those who did uh have great faith in Robert Woods in fantasy. Um, another factor that that is uh, you know, playing into this is the emergence of Van Jefferson at the University of Florida, Go Gators. Even though they just lost Kentucky, ew, but. Van Jefferson has emerged. He didn't do much in the first two weeks. He did catch a long touchdown past week one, but in the first two weeks, uh, in the first two weeks, he only saw six targets. The past two games, however, Van Jefferson has saw twelve targets total, um, and in week four, he went for six catches and ninety yards and the touchdown. Now, Sean McVay did say that you know. He's gonna try to get Robert Woods more involved in the game plan. He knows he has to get, you know, his other playmaker involved. But, um, I mean, you go out the first three games, dog. Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, just connecting, connecting, man. Like, that's something when a quarterback in a, in a certain receiver got a chemistry, it just nothing, you know, said ain't hey, nothing you could do with that. It was, you know, Tom Brady and Wes Welker was like this. Tom Brady and Julian Edelman was like this, you know what I'm saying, Michael Vick and Al G. Crumplin for the throwback right there was like that, you know what I'm saying, some things you just can't, you know, stop now, how should we view that whole situation going forward with Robert Woods, well, this is how I personally feel about it, um, so, week five coming up, they got the Seahawks. That defense, obviously, could be had. <clears throat> we saw Trey Lance light them up in the half. We'll talk about Trey Lance a little bit later on. uh, Because it was brought up in the media and Sean McVay had to talk about it, I can see uh, them trying to force the issue with trying to get Robert Woods the ball. You know what I'm saying? However... I do not know how consistent this will be. Um, Matt Stafford to Cooper Cup is just too good, you know, for that to just go away. You're going to bring Cooper Cup's target. Now, Cooper Cup might not see 11 targets for the rest of the season, but I bet you ain't, it ain't finna go below 8 or 9. You just can't do that. You just can't do that, man. Um, Robert Wood, I feel like he's going to have his games here, there, maybe spots, but it's gonna be like you ain't gonna know when it's you ain't gonna know when it's coming. The best thing going for Robert Woods right now is for one, we know he a good player, and two, he attached to that offense. So anything can happen. But the thing is, anybody can have a game. We've seen Deshaun Jackson already have a hundred yard game. That's something that Robert Woods ain't had this season yet. Tyler Higby, he could have himself a day you know van jefferson he could have himself a day so while the offense does have the firepower it's only so many mouths to feed and i think that cooper cup has established himself now as that constant wide receiver one it was a wide receiver one a one b type situation but now going forward i i mean hell cooper cup should have scored a touchdown in the game in week four versus the Cardinals, uh, Stafford end up missing a throw. But he's looking for that guy, man. And that's just something that you can't deny. So, I mean, I would wait. If we're talking fantasy-wise, I would wait for Robert Woods to have a big game. Maybe two. Sell high. Sell high. I just don't think it's going to be as consistent. I don't think that rapport that Matthew Stafford has with Cooper Cup. That that ain't going away. So wait for Bobby Trees to have that good. It's all respect when it comes to Bobby Trees. But wait for him to have that good game. Trade him off. All right, let's shift the gears now. Let's talk a couple of rookie quarterbacks. There were five of them drafted in the first round. Three of them have started every game in their career thus far. Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, and Zach Wilson. Um, Of those three, uh, Trevor Lawrence is still the one who has yet to uh, win an NFL start uh The other two Drafted in the first round Justin Fields Who just got his first win Versus the Lions in his second start And then we got Trey Lance The number 3 overall pick In the 2021 NFL draft Has yet to start a game However he got extensive action in week 4 Against the Seahawks You know and And, and looked okay Now these two quarterbacks have a lot in common. Both dual threat quarterbacks, hurt you through the air, hurt you with your leg, hurt them, hurt you with their legs. My bad. Um, the biggest thing that they got in common right now, oh, I, obviously, two. Both of their teams are two and two. They both said two and two. The biggest thing that these two thing, these two quarterbacks have in common is that. They came in the, into the season as non-starters, sitting behind uh, veteran quarterbacks. Justin Fields behind Andy Dalton. Jimmy Garoppolo uh, is started in front of Trey Lance. Both of those veteran quarterbacks suffered injuries, which enabled these quarterbacks to, uh, in, in order to us, gave us a chance to get get a better look at them. Now, the other thing they got in common is both they head coaches. Are not ready to fully commit to them as their guy, despite them being picked in the first round. Despite us as football fans everywhere just clamoring for, Jill wanting it so bad for us to just see these dudes start. Now, here the question is: Why haven't Kyle Shanahan and uh, Matt Nagy committed to their quarterback, their rookie quarterbacks, respectively? Um, A lot of things to go into this. Now, you got to understand now. And, and I tell people this all the time. No matter what deficiencies you think a coach has, and I'm talking more, when I say deficiencies, I'm saying more Matt Nagy, not Shanahan. They see these players every single day. At the end of the day, they NFL head coaches. You ain't. You just on social media. You on your internet talking that shit, right? They're NFL coaches. No matter what you think about them, right now that could play into it you know these head coaches are they are grown ass men they got pride too just like a player they see what you saying online they simply they they might not want to feed into what you talking about they like nah, i ain't giving these fans what they want that could play a role into it i'm not saying that it is but you never know right but again these coaches see the players every day in practice. Who knows if they feel like they got the best chance to win? <sighs> Matt Nagy said, once Andy Dalton healthy, he the starter. Uh Kyle Shanahan. If Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, Jimmy Garoppolo is a starter. Let's look at what Trey Lance did in his second half versus the Seahawks. We'll talk about him first. Uh, versus in the second half versus the Seahawks, uh, after Jimmy G, uh, suffered a calf injury, nine of 18, 50 percent. That's not great. 157 yards for two touchdowns, seven carries for 41. That shows you what he could do with his legs now. Half of Trey Lance's 157 yards came on a 76 yard touchdown to Debo Samuel, which the Seahawks completely busted the coverage. Um, Debo Samuel was standing there on the sideline waiting, you know, for the ball to be thrown to him. Easy pitch and catch. Like, at the end of the day, hey, Trey Lance, he had to throw the ball now. Trey Lance is going to have his bumps and bruises. He's going to take his lumps just like Justin Fields and any, any of the other rookie quarterbacks are too. None of them are coming out here like Justin Herbert did in 2028. Now one of them doing that. But that's the you know, you live with that. If these veterans ain't playing great, what you got to lose? You know, What did you draft? what did you move up to number three in the draft for to pick him for? You know, ain't nothing wrong with sitting the quarterback. The if the if the veteran in front of him playing good football, you, that 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 that's good for your rookie. Let them learn. But ain't that one of these court Ain't ain't that? Jimmy G or Andy Dalton wasn't doing anything to keep these dudes off the bench. Let's look at Justin Fields. Got his first win as a starter. Again, another performance that was mixed reviews, but it was a hell of a lot better than his first game against the Cleveland Browns. 11-17, uh, 209 yards, 0 TD, and an interception. The thing about Justin Fields' first start, a uh, second start rather, first win, was that the offense just looked a little bit more upbeat? You know what I'm saying. Just they just looked like they had a little bit more juice, you know. And and as always, and as always, when you have a quarterback with dual threat ability, you know, that makes the defense have to account for something else. So, you know, we, the coaches obviously know that they quarterbacks ain't perfect products at this point, and they still learning. But we all know that. And at this point, you just got to ask the coaches, like, you going to live with your mistakes with your rookie quarterbacks or you going to keep going on with the, you know, little miscues that you have from veteran quarterbacks? If Trey Lance does start, though, if he does get to start in week five, oh, I fire that up in fantasy if you ain't got your quarterback. We will do that, baby. We will do that all right man last part of the show man let's go ahead and talk about the waiver pickups man again if trey lance get that that start man i'll i'll go and uh see what's happening with that other quarterbacks uh that you should uh look to pick up and start uh gotta go with my boy maddie ice now he he just put up a game now now if you were if you're signed up in my patreon You'll see that I put him out there. Matt Ryan is a nice little daily fantasy play. He put up four touchdowns, no interceptions, and 283 yards. Would have thrown for about 400 yards if they ain't have all them damn drop passes. They go to London to face the Jets. Uh, they got their first win versus the Titans, but they still the Jets though. Fire up Matty Ice versus the Jets again. Sam Darnold been straight up balling. Even in a loss, he found found a way to get in the end zone. He leads the NFL in uh rushing touchdowns. Uh, so those are a couple of quarterbacks you could look at on the waiver wire at the running back position. Uh not much, you know. You got Latavius Murray who's starting to look like he the uh lead running back in Baltimore. I still wouldn't trust to start a Baltimore running back because hell they made Tyson Williams, uh the leading running back rusher, inactive. Healthy scratch in week four activated Le'Veon Bell. That shit was weird. Um uh, if Joe Mixon misses sometimes, shama Samaj P. run. Should be the guy in line for more work. But the biggest running back uh waiver wire pickup of this week would be Damien Williams of the Chicago Bears. It was just reported like literally minutes ago that David Montgomery could be out four to five weeks with a sprained knee that he suffered after putting himself up a, a nice little game in week four. He had over 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns. He got hurt. Luckily, he didn't suffer severe damage, um, you know. He he didn't get that ACL, so that's a great thing that he, he should be out a month, a little more. But Damian Williams could give you flex appeal right then and there out the bat. He's proven, should have been the Super Bowl MVP a couple years ago. Pick him up at the running back position, at the wide receiver position. Emmanuel Santa just keeps on going and going and he's defined that thing we call defined the thing we call age. Um and this is, you know, he had 74 receiving yards <clears throat> in week four. Um that's despite the fact that the Bills completely blew the doze off the Houston, Texas, blew their ass out 40 zip. Uh, they're playing the Chiefs Sunday night, you know, two of uh, the most high-powered offenses in football, going at it. Check out Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders if you're in a bind. And Kadarius Tony, the rookie, Ricky out of Florida Gator, one of my guys right there, finally got to show what he could do. Uh, six catches at 78 yards, and that contributed to the Giants' first win of the season. He's the type of receiver, he's the type of player that the Giants don't have but need more of in their offense. Uh, so make sure you look at that, especially with, uh you know, Sterling Shepard not being a lock to be back. And even if he is, you got to feel like they're going to give, you know, Kadarius, Tony some more love. They need him in that offense, that tight end. Zach Ertz is still getting the love. Remember, this is a guy we didn't even think would be on the Eagles at that point. But um he's still getting the love there. Um, that There's really not a, you know established tight end one in that situation there in Philly with him and Dallas Goddard but Zach Ertz is continuing to do well Dawson Knox who is pretty much he's all he's pretty much in that second tier of tight ends at that point he got four touchdowns on the season averaging five targets per game in an offense that has a couple of mouths to feed but when you get near that goal line Dawson Knox is looking like money so if he's on your waiver wire and you ain't got a for sure, tight end, that's somebody you could start. Because uh, you know you got your, you know you got your Kelsey, your Waller, your Kittle uh, sometimes now. Uh, and then in that next tier, I would say it was guys like Dawson Knox, Dalton Schultz, and hopefully Kyle Pitts this weekend. Because that boy gonna go off their weekend versus them Jets. It's gonna happen. This the week for Kyle Pitts. Damn it. But that's all we got for today, man. If you ain't following me and you' hearing this at Lord Don't Lose all social medias, if you want the exclusive fantasy, you know, if you want the exclusive fantasy spiel, get at me at patreoncom Lose. I do daily fantasy, uh, I trade advice, start sit advice on the clock when I get to you. Those are the people who get uh have my priority, you know. Uh, other than that, man. Week 5 we on to it and we out I appreciate y'all folks For tuning in to the Lord Don't Lose Podcast brought to you by Hell We